I do push very hard um, if a brief or goals or objectives are not clear. Um, even if a client is on a crazy deadline or, you know, the, with the trifecta triangle, you can have it fast, cheap, or good, not all three. I, I believe, I don't believe in that model. Welcome to season three video production daily. We're back with Meekum Dang. Meekum, it's great to have you. We have been exploring so many topics from week to week. And uh, this week we're talking about a different topic. It's interesting, Meekum. Video, so much of it is about having a cohort of people around you that you can collaborate with. I've been grateful over the last couple of years to have you be one of those people in the industry that I can reach out to and and you know work through problems with or collaborate with. Um, but usually, you know, when you think of your network and the people that you want to do a specific task, it's because they're good at that task, right? Like, yeah, we all want to work with our friends, but we really want to work with our friends that are really good at doing hard things. And so it's fun to uh, it's fun to create that cohort, but it's also really good to know, okay, what are other video producers thinking about as their specialty? What are the things that you do, Meekum? You just insist on doing them right. You're going to spend the extra time doing it. It's what you're known for. Maybe it's your personal brand as a video creator, video producer. But let's explore that a little bit, Meekum. What are the things that you think make you special? You know, I we've talked about in a, a previous episode, and you know how, how adamant I am about uh, pre-production and sort of the the rigor I put into that aspect of the production process. And at the same time, I feel like because I've had such a wide variety of professional experience, um, I do have an ability to hopefully make people of uh, all all different backgrounds and intersectionalities and experiences feel comfortable coming together to tell a story. So I do very much consider myself um, someone who can help folks connect with their purpose and why they want to tell the story and then with each other. And so uh, a bridge builder is a, a term that I've heard used to de describe the sort of style I have when it comes to bringing a project to life. And then on the post-production side, that's actually probably my favorite aspect, getting into the edit room and cutting. Um, and delivering, you know, 50 versions of one thing. And I know that sounds <laughs> really crazy for some editors and for some folks, but um, for me, again, the experimentation is something that really lights me up and then letting people experience the story in different ways because I, I do feel that so much of how you actually consume content is contextual, right? It, it's about how you are interacting with it in that current moment and then what's going on around you. And so for me, I would say those two areas are where I feel like I have a really unique way of approaching the creative process. And then in the edit, um, it's never quite done. You know, when I'm when it's picture locked and it's going out there, it's not because I'm finished with it or satisfied with it, but because it's tied to a deliverable or a business goal. And I feel good enough about the environment and the context of my collaboration to let it go because I know I need to go and create the next thing, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, you you definitely can burn the wick and get to the end of the candle and realize it's time to let it let it go have a life of its own. Um, I know that I have projects that occasionally I just open up and I edit even though they've already been published and I just think, what could I have done with this if I really had the time to commit to it? Totally. Uh, so that's incredible, Mecham, because you're really talking about two really critical phases of the game, right? In the pre-production and the post-production. And um, are there other areas, Mecham, where you think... Oh, it'd be so easy. like we could we could take a shortcut around that corner, but we're not going to do it. The brand depends on it. The you know it's it's part of uh, our shared identity as creators. 
So I'm sorry, I'm not taking a shortcut. Are there other areas where you think that that matches the way that you go about production? Um, I, I will say from sort of the independent work I've done and, and running my own shop, I do push very hard um, if a brief or if goals or objectives are not clear, um, even if a client is on a crazy deadline or, you know, the, with the trifecta triangle, you can have it fast, cheap or good, not all three. I, I believe, I don't believe in that model. And so I make sure that my collaborators and my clients understand that before we even talk about picking up a camera or scheduling a shoot day. So that's probably where I would be the most um, rigorous and lay down, lay down a, a hard line. Mika, that is amazing. I really feel like that is one of the areas that pays huge dividends. Like it's one thing to take the client's brief that they hand you and the video that they ask for and just go make it. But without fail, every time you peel that back another layer and, and really start asking those why questions, why are we shooting this? Why are we doing this? Where is it being published? You know, every layer you can go back uh, without fail, you end up with a better result as you kind of become a production partner with your client. So it's awesome to see you doing that. And uh, that is definitely something that I've noticed. Having worked with producers that are really good at that, the outcome is always noticeably better than it could have been if you didn't take the time on those details. Totally. I could not agree with you more. Uh, Mikam, that is amazing. Thank you so much for giving us a little bit of insight into what you do as a creator and the things that you just don't negotiate on. I think it's a great insight into your psyche as a video creator. And, you know, in a previous episode, we talked about the impact that you're able to have on a mark on the market and why people pay you to do what you do. And certainly I feel like there was a lot reflected there. Like there was a lot of crossover between these episodes. There's a lot of crossover between our next episode also, where we're talking about changing trends. Uh, in last week's episode, Mikam and I were able to talk about uh, the three minute video that we all used to get asked to create versus what we're doing now with the 15 second TikTok and the 25 minute documentary. So it's going to be interesting to dive in a little bit deeper on trends next week and to have Mikam back for that. Mikam, thank you for joining us this week and giving us, your, giving us your insight. And we look forward to connecting with you next week on another episode of Video Production Daily. Filmmakers and video creators. As you know, production budgets are wildly inconsistent. Sometimes they rise, sometimes they fall. But your ability to bring creativity to a project is always in demand. I want to introduce you to the Masters of Engagement online course. Learn how to clarify creative ideas, engage audiences using conflict, dance, art, character development, relevancy, and unexpectedness, and story. Every professional video creator should learn about audience psychology from mastersofengagement.com. I've included a discounted link in the show notes below, and I can't wait to see you in the online course.